It's time for Day 1 HR Tea Time. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Day 1 HR Tea Time. Um, Today, we actually are going to be talking about HR business strategy. Now, we put a poll out on our LinkedIn page. And if you look for us, just search Day 1 HR and you'll find our company page. Um, And on there, we put a few selections for people to pick from. And the most popular was actually HR business strategy. So we're going to be having a bit of a chat about HR business strategy today, how that links to transformation, how that links to HR technology. Um, But before we do that, I need to give a bit of a plug because today at Day One HR, we launched one of our biggest courses yet. Um, we launched the HR Tech Implementation and Project Management course. Um, you can find out details about this in the notes in the description. But also, if you're on the LinkedIn company page, you can find out info there on my page on the Day One HR website. But definitely check it out. If you want to become a HRIS project manager, this is the course you should take. Um, and as always, me and Yogina are there to guide you along the way as well. So just a plug there and we'll leave some details about that if that's uh, of interest to you. Now, back to our scheduled programming. Um, we are going to talk a bit about HR business strategy. And I was having a chat with Yogina before we started this podcast. And I was just saying, you know, I can easily go on tangents on this topic because HR business strategy is a huge beast um, and there are lots of aspects um, that you can talk about in terms of HR business strategy and also HR business strategy gets more and more complex in bigger or you know multinational organizations as well so we're just trying to cover some of the key pieces from our perspective but obviously there's a lot more we can say um, on this piece now where do we start right I think I think we need to talk about the first piece which is is the link between HR and the creation of the wider business company strategy now some companies call this OKRs KPIs whatever whatever the company you're you're working within call it um we have often seen the mistake of HR either not being included in the business strategy or just kind of setting their own business strategy that doesn't kind of link with what the business growth plans are over the next kind of 12 months. Um, And, you know, that never works out well when one department in a company is not working in harmony with with everyone else and and the goals and the objectives that the company are trying to achieve. Um, So I think we need to kind of start there. Um, Yeah. And Yogina, take us take us away. Cool. Um, hey everyone, this is Yogina. Um, so um, as you were sharing about business strategy, I do completely agree that you know it is not about people in the business who are in different teams. It's just like a lot of times, even the management team or the executive team does not see how much of an HR is important for the business. You know, they would be like, okay, we will create all our 
strategy, just like, let's take a part. Like if a company is trying to expand somewhere, they would just be like, okay, we will have our expansion process and plan. We will do the marketing, we will do the branding and wherever needed, we will then pull in HR to be a part of it so that uh, they can hire people. But uh, that for me is a completely wrong approach because whenever you say business, whenever you say company, whenever you say um any kind of organization, people are the core content of it. I was reading, uh, going through my LinkedIn feed uh, a couple of days back and saw one of the company CEO posting a statement, which which was very true, which was, uh, which he stated, uh, I'm quoting it, uh, is like, uh, the uh, the biggest problem that he and his co-founder found uh, in an organization was to hire right people. Because mm. without people, your companies, uh, it's just two people who are dreaming. There's, yeah. there's no one else to help <laughs> fulfill that dream. And, and that was like, that's such a right statement, yes. um, which a lot of companies do not realize. It's like, you know, I'm um, a lot of times like with startup CEOs, they are like, I'm putting in my investment. I'm I'm taking the risk. Employees are just there, there to do what they have been asked to. They do not see the value creation of it. And mm. that's where I think uh, human resource comes into the play while creating of that business strategy. Because whatever your business is, that might be as simple as making coffee and selling it out to make. Mm making um, AI-generated cars or any other product. But without people, you're not going to be able to do it. And Mm. whenever you are doing a business or thinking of doing a business, you have to understand, would I have the right human resources in place? Mm-hmm. Does the market give me that resource? If not, how how do I want to build it? And mm-hmm. that's the very first step that I see is how HR can involve as a part in business strategy. How mm-hmm. do we get those human resources? Where do we apply them? There, there's a lot of things, as you mentioned, like when you say about business strategy and human resource, there's a lot of things, but that's the initial point of where HR comes into the place. Mm where they are able to find the right people for your teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just not about skill set. It's also about uh, being a part of that culture. Uh, every individual has their own purpose of why they want to work. It's different for different people. That's why some people even leave like good jobs and go and start working in a startup. And some people do not enjoy working in a startup. They want to work in a well-established environment and they go for a corporate organization. So understanding whether they would thrive in that environment or not, and also then create helping business create that in, uh, create that environment, environment is something HR people do. And I, I see that as like the very first initial stage of HR being a part of the business strategy and helping them under, helping them understand whatever the business need is and how you could fulfill it or how could not. And then it's just also, a, it's just not only about showing them the problem that the market doesn't have these people. Mm-hmm. Uh, being uh, an HR strategist would also come in like, okay, this is the issue. This is how we're going to tackle. This is how we're going to bring the solution. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's a very holistic approach of everything we do. And the first thing definitely begins with uh, people and people resources. Yeah, definitely. And in those early stages as well, even, even beyond the early stages where you get to kind of, you know, you're getting to 500 headcount, let's say, and you're thinking about mm-hmm. going into another country. I've been working with clients where somebody will come in to kind of, uh, you know, an XCOM meeting and they'll say, yeah, we're going to expand into Nigeria, let's say. And they've just mm-hmm. kind of picked this country because they like it. Um, And then 
you get, you know, having these conversations with them and you get kind of two months down the line and they're saying, oh, we can't go into Nigeria actually because they don't have the skill set yet that we need for this particular project to be successful. And it's kind of like, if you had worked in harmony with HR to kind of really plan this out from a resource perspective, and also not just a resource perspective, I mean, we had challenges when I was at Amazon around, you know, country legislation, you know, can you work in this way, in this pattern, in this country, or is there legislative reasons why you can't? And and that complexity is, is well known in Europe, because everyone looks at Europe, but under the EU, but there's also a lot of 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 national legislation that impacts business strategy as well in terms of developing businesses. And it's just kind of um interesting all of the different ways that um you know HR is a part of this. And 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 the people piece, the resource piece is is huge. Um and also that the kind of forecasting piece over over a long period what are your HR metrics telling you about the maturity of your workforce? Um, what skills do they have? What skills gaps have you got? You know, I've been to uh, uh, away summits with companies and they're talking about the strategy and, and things that they, they want to do next, but they've got huge skills gaps in the organization and they have to work with HR on a strategy to try and fill those gaps in order to even begin to achieve that bigger goal, gr- that growth objective for that year. Um, so I definitely am with you on that. And there's just so many examples of, of you know, where, where the harmony just needs to be synced. And there's so many case studies of where that harmony works. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I think a lot of that, and we'll kind of link on to culture shortly, but a lot of that is around trust as well. Um, I mean, one, one, one big piece kind of learning from the COVID pandemic is around, you know, entrusting departments to be on the same page to work together to hit that strategy. Um, especially when you're not in the same room, you're not in the same time zone, um, and there are external challenges at play. Um, just making sure you've got that right leadership in place that can really bring that strategy to life. Um, and, and ultimately that that person who is is managing the HR team then filters it down to the rest of the team. Um, so they know what the strategy is and can work on it as well. But but yeah, I just think, you know, that there there's that piece, but then there's there's the culture piece, isn't there, really? Yeah, the culture piece is like it's harder than just finding people, I, I would say, yeah, because it's yeah. something that um you live by, but uh no matter like how much you have it documented or how much the leadership de- team is talking about it, um, I think and it's a imminent human nature where we do uh, as we see people do it rather than do as mm-hmm. people say to do it, right? Mm-hmm. That that's basically the human nature. No, mm-hmm. no matter how much someone goes upstairs and says about this is our company culture, this is what we live by. But if you do not see the other person 
radiating the same values and principle, you as a company would not. And mm -hmm. a lot of times, um, business founders, leadership team take it very easily that, you know, okay, once we have the business set up, we have the process set up, we're just going to paint the culture in there, you know, like it's, mm -hmm. it's not just about the color of the walls or having bean bags or having yeah. lunches. Yeah. Culture is, is really in-depth and it is everything that the company breathes in and breathe, breathes in and breathes out. And it's, it's, it's very difficult. If you do not get it right on the early stages, it can be done at a later stage, but then the cost and effort is going to go to uh, twice or thrice the amount of time that you have done in, in an early set setup. So mm. for starting business to expanding business to anything that's related with business, uh, these business people really do need to think about culture from the get-go of mm -hmm. how do you want to have it. And I'm not saying that it, you need to be a picture clear of like what a culture is, what what culture for your company stands for. It's something that you learn as you grow, but then some basic values and principles that you want to imbue, it starts from the very day one of like uh, how you do it. Mm -hmm. I would say like, as, as we talked before, the simple example of involving HR in business expansion plans or business strategy plans just mm -hmm. shows how much the business values uh, human resources or mm -hmm. people in its company because if you're not involving the department that looks after your people, I don't know how you can say you are a people-centric company. Mm. That does not make sense, right? It's like mm. you you want to do some huge sales and you do not involve the sales team at all and just go and tell them, do this. does not make sense, right? Um, mm. You have to involve HR from the day one if you are really a people person because that's what HR do. They put themselves in the shoes of the employees, of the team members, and that's how they give it back to the company. They they work as a bridge. So uh, you involving them in early stages really shows like if you are a uh, people people business or, or not. Yeah. Right? And culture is, is, is evolving, I would say, like uh, for a lot of uh, companies that we might have seen who have like done very good work in terms of their company culture. But even for them, it's, it has been ever evolving. And mm -hmm. that is something I think is being true to yourself as the business as the individual in the business because uh, you could change your business dynamics could change things things could change a lot mm -hmm. uh, and the past two to three years have been a very good example of how much the work environment can change and the companies need to uh, mold themselves according to the need of the time Mm -hmm. And that could also be a culture, um, adapting to those changes and and things. So culture and uh, with having HR involved mm -hmm. uh, or having uh, someone represent HR in the management team, what you could also see is like there's a uniformity in culture. Mm -hmm. um, both of us have worked with MNCs and multiple companies, and we, we might we have seen that, you know, uh, the culture in one part of the world versus the culture in the other part of the world is always different, as you've just mentioned. Mm -hmm. Not just less legislative, but culturally as well. Uh, countries are very different. So that's an additional challenge for a company to keep its culture unique regardless of the location. And that's a pretty difficult job. And that's where um, people have to come in together to understand what is the core basic of the company culture, regardless of what the country culture or the location culture would say. Mm -hmm. And that piece needs to develop from early stage of like, this is what our company culture stands for. And this is how we are going to implement it 
implement it and maintain it across the country. And then, as I mentioned before, there might be uh, changes that's required because some of the company culture that you that is very crucial to you might not be something that uh, the company you're expanding to, uh, the country you're expanding to is um appreci- is appreciating or acceptable of that. Mm. And that's where you need to have those changes. And having HR uh, in there, uh, it would be a part of their strategy to make sure that the company culture w- is stands strong across all location. All the yeah. people feel that they are treated in a in a in the same manner. Yeah. Uh, the culture does not change as per the location and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, having said that, you know I completely understand that the religion that people follow is different. The culture that they follow is different. It's not saying that let's make one holiday universal for all the all the locations it's about respecting their local culture but still maintaining what the company stands for Mm -hmm. yeah and I think um to follow on from that I've had scenarios in the past where um companies have had a lot of VC money and they decide that you know organic growth is not quick enough um and they want to you know go through a lot of acquisitions and i've i've seen acquisitions done well in line with business hr and business strategy and i've seen them go terribly bad um and one example i always think of is a startup that i worked with and they had got a lot of money they just started acquiring all these companies that were similar to them in different countries they hadn't established what their culture was um and and bigger than that they didn't even have HR at the core of their original the original business. So mm-hmm. HR was never a part of any of the business strategy. There wasn't a culture set up that linked to the strategy of the business and the growth of the business. Um, and when they started acquiring all these companies that had HR and already established what their kind of HR strategy was in line with business strategy, and you do that kind of nine times over for the amount of acquisitions that they they went through it was just completely muddled that you know didn't know what the brand was didn't know what the growth strategy was didn't know what the leadership principles were um and it didn't go very well it was very bumpy we had a lot of exits um and really there just wasn't the the seen value in HR to bring them to to have a seat at the table during these kind of strategy conversations. Um, and on the flip side, there has been, have been companies that have done it well. They've been so mm-hmm, strong yeah. to their business strategy and inclusive of HR and building that culture. And, and we're just focusing on the culture piece now, but other elements as well. Um, and it has just, it's just transported itself into the acquired company and 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 everyone's worked together and kind of joined joined the cause joined the mission mm-hmm. um so it's it's really interesting the different scenarios that we've seen that that that, that, that can happen through through this piece and i think if we go on to like the impact of involve uh, involving hr in, in business strategy mm-hmm. planning I think, you know, we touched on a little bit about the resource piece. Um, but also, if you think about how much time 
goes into strategy meetings, um, getting people on planes to get together, to have these summits, all of these different things to then sometimes come out with these blockers that are obvious to some people um, in terms of the strategy and, and, and time gets lost and wasted um, when HR aren't, aren't involved in, in those in those conversations. But I think bigger than that, the real bonus of when you when HR are involved in the business strategy is that if you've got a small team, a, a big HR team, you've got a recruitment arm, whatever it is, um, the, the, the big piece is that they are prepared um, because I have worked with teams before across multiple countries going through a trans, you know, a transformation project, a change project, whatever that may be. And if you are saying to them, look, this is what the business is thinking. This is the, the where the business wants to go. They're thinking about that. They're preparing that every time they run processes, they use the HRAS, they're thinking about okay, how do we better prepare ourselves if we're going to hire 100 people in the next six months, let's say? Um, because if if they're prepared, they're working in harmony with their HR leader who is then working in harmony with C-level senior management, whoever your, 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 your kind of decision makers are. Um, and I think that's huge. And I have seen the value in that when people know what's going on and they're working towards it, they're focused, they are not wasting time on other things that they know is not high priority. They're mm. focusing on the on, on the big piece, which is everything that is goal objective linked to strategy. Um, and that's when companies really win um, because, you know, even the basic level, I've seen in big companies where people do their onboarding orientation on day one, and they're already saying to the people coming in, this is the plan. This is the plan for the organization. This is where we want to get to. And this is how we're going to get there. Um, just telling those people on day one makes them feel right. I'm a part of this journey. This mm -hmm. strategy is going to take me on this journey. Um, and I and I want to be a part of it. It kind of gives them the value, you know. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I just think... Um, you know the, the the impact of HR in the business. I've seen it. It's and 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 it, and it works whenever. And it, I mean, it's not just HR, but it's all the departments, especially the support functions, working together to 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 be really on board with whatever the strategy plan is. Yeah, I I completely agree with that. And I think one of the key pieces is communication. Though mm -hmm. that does not solely lies in the HR team or the HR function, but a lot of time, the onus goes on the HR function to make sure the communication goes well. And that's where I've seen the difference uh, while, uh, while working in companies. Like if an HR is involved, how is that communication portrayed versus when they are not involved, how the communication is portrayed? As you mentioned, whenever there is a change, uh, you know, you need to make sure the team is ready. The team understands the reasoning behind why a certain change is coming or mm -hmm. uh, or or why the company is diverting into some other sectors than their originally planned sectors, you know, and mm -hmm. it's important. And a lot of times I've seen companies just come in blandly like, OK, we are expanding to X, Y, Z location uh, or we are diverting our product strategy to X, Y and Z. And there's no explanation to the team of like why 
it yeah. is being done and how did they came to that decision or anything about it just like you know surprise out of the box and yeah nothing yeah. demotivates the team more than that yeah because totally you even like as i mentioned like on the day one you're being told about this is the company strategy that's what we're going to do and then there's a massive change that the company is trying to bring and two seconds before the meeting you have a zero idea of like what's happening mm-hmm. at all and then suddenly this comes in and like okay how did this happen where did it come from how was the decision made you know people have that curiosity and it lives it makes them left uh feeling like you know they do not they are not a part of the organization mm-hmm. you know if, if you're understanding me like there's not that engagement and stuff mm-hmm. and when hr comes in place like it's not necessary that during a planning phase the company shares out everything detail to detail but people can be given certain information about okay the company is going through um such a um, such a phase you know a good phase or a bad phase and because of this we are we are deciding on how to take our next steps and this could be our potential uh solution solution a mm-hmm. solution b solution c and whenever we have an update we'll give you an update or mm-hmm. let us know your thoughts and things as such you know that would just take the whole anxiety out of the team of like yes. okay why is this happening well i do also understand like what we share that information people could be anxious about would mm-hmm. that mean layoff would that mean reorganization but as long as you're clear about the information mm-hmm. of why and what you're doing people would understand it and it's natural yeah. for you to have curiosity like you should not be doubting whether your step was right or wrong because people started asking questions because that's that's i see it as more of a healthy environment mm-hmm. rather than you know, uh, have i made a wrong step as a business environment yeah. you know uh, it's 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 very important for that that to happen and understand that that communication is a very key part whenever we talk about business plan strategies um, or business strategies and how you want to roll them out and how do you want to do that and um, you would definitely see an impact if an hr is involved in all of those rollout or not just with the way of like how the announcement is handled how the whole project plan has been handled how much people have information about it mm-hmm. uh, so so these communication and uh, with that communication comes preparing the team for the next level of change you know it's like yeah. they already have a lot going on their plate making sure the regular business stuffs are handled pretty well and you're adding another part into part of the expansion or the business strategy on their plates so you have to make sure that they are ready how mm-hmm. do you pulse check on that whether they are ready they're anxious or not or or what the company can do in order to make them be ready for that next level of change it could be a couple of sessions uh, about how to handle change or it could be um you know just learning and development sessions about the new strategy of whatever they're trying to do changing uh, their product strategy or might be changing their sales strategy and things as such making sure people are getting enough training before that actual strategy is implemented Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the small minor things like communication, training sessions, you know, upskilling is, mm-hmm. is looks like very minor things, but then are very crucial and important. And that's where I see like if you involve an HR team uh, during that uh, business strategy implementation or planning and communication phase, you know, a lot of things are pre-taken care of so that when the time comes, the teams are ready to roll on with the changes or they understand mm-hmm. why it's happening. And that's how you get the ball rolling out 
Yeah. And I think definitely on the comms piece, um, we've seen it before. You know, if you are implementing quite, you know, not not a radical business, new, new business strategy, but but something that is invoking change or a step away from what people are normally used to. The first people they will come to with questions is HR. Um, and it will be anyone in HR. I, I mean, even when I started out in my very first HR role, someone had come up to me and asked me about something and I had no clue what they were talking about. And I was just like, um, I'll have to um, check with someone and come back to you. And it's just not good because it just adds to the what is going on here. There's change afoot. Um mm-hmm. So really, that's when whole of HR as a, as a team needs to be brought in. And the flip side of that as well is with the HR technology piece, I've seen it before, where people are implementing bit new business strategy, they're going out for funding, acquisition, whatever it is, and you start getting the bad feedback in your MPS surveys around, we don't know what's going on. We know that changes are being made in the business. We know that the business strategy is to grow. Where does that leave us? Like it, you just see it anonymously pour out on on MPS, mm-hmm. and it doesn't just isn't just one round. You see it for like ages because like the trust is breaking, and people need reassurance. They need to know regular communication about what's going on. Um. Yeah. And, and and this piece, you know, this is important, you know, bringing in HR in, you know, from the business strategy piece, but but also using technology to help manage that strategy. You know, you know, are the goals and objectives being hit in order to get that overall milestone and then the ultimate, you know, the, the, the business strategy solidified, um, you know, and and loads of tools now people can put in their goals their okrs so that everyone in every role is working towards the business strategy and and hr should be at the front leading that um and checking that running reports in the system to see you know what are people being set is this you know in line with what we've said as a high priority in the business mm-hmm. strategy for 2023 for for instance um and just making sure that the business is grouped together and aligned and and the HR tech piece is really fundamental in that and I think the other bit where you know the HR technology helps is what I mentioned before is around the analytics you know if you've got a really good HR tool that can start forecasting succession planning it can look at um, what skills um, and, and and learnings people have in the business what certificates have they achieved based on their role what are the gaps um you know what what what's your diversity in the organization you know all of these different things systems will help you to plan and forecast for um and and go from there um but you have you know people is huge in this bringing hr along for the for, for the journey is huge people can't do it alone um they need yeah. the technology they need processes they need a foundation otherwise it will just become too much um to monitor mm-hmm. to track to see what the progress is in terms of are we going to hit that goal by january 
um <laughs> things like that otherwise you've just got a strategy and it's just there and it's kind of a pipe dream that you know one day we'll get there um but there's not actually a plan and objective and you know actions um in order to make it happen so um so yeah i think that the 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 final piece around hr technology being a part of it is huge yeah cannot deny that you know it's just like any other hr processes it's about how you can autom- automate it and how you can update it real time basis so that uh, the transparency that you want to maintain with the team is available and that is not always going to be possible through spreadsheets because uh, of the access or you know there's limitation even within how much you could do in a spreadsheet or an excel sheet so um, use of technology as for like any other part of hr even in uh, business strategies is crucially important that may as i mentioned may be about uh, the goal management piece where we talk about okr or kpis whatever method that you use for your goal management right mm-hmm. and then also like uh, the technology also helps in boosting the morale of the team mm-hmm. you know um whenever we talk about business strategy it's it's not like a small feat it's always about big massive goals that you're trying to achieve and then breaking it down into pieces and to keep up with employee morale and satisfaction uh they would look for recognition um you know some kind of appraisal and things as such and um getting that from your peers and your managers is is a boost to your own morale so having using hr technology for those bits and pieces would also uh, allow to create an environment where people are appreciating each other mm-hmm. adding value to the work you know and at the same time uh, the whole management team being able to see what's going on they are responsible to make sure that they drive the business strategy but without people as a, as we mentioned in the beginning of the podcast it's not possible right so mm-hmm. even them having been able to see at a wholesome level of like okay what each department is doing which one is struggling how do can they can help and things as such you know so the use of technology as in for any other sector within hr or business uh even with business strategy it's crucially important yeah and i think the final thing i'll say is that you know if you're a hr leader and you're within a company that's going to grow um that that has got a, ambitious plans in the next sort of 12 to 4 12 to 24 months then really look within your department to make sure that your department is ready for that plan mm-hmm. um and work on the hr business strategy within that that ultimately links to the business strategy but is your hr tech up to scratch you know, have you got everything you need to roll into another country and start setting up operations? You know, mm-hmm. from a com- compliance perspective, from a process perspective, from a resource perspective, you know, looking at all those things to make sure you're ready um, to, to take on the next stage of growth. Because you don't want to get to a point where, you know, I've seen it with startups, they have a not great recruitment suite that they use and have been Mm -hmm. using for a few years and it's worked them fine and the business turns around and says i need to hire 50 people in the next six weeks um we have to roll out to this new country or countries and the system cannot take it um and it ultimately means because the system is poor that they have to hire more people to run manual processes um 
you really don't want to get in a position where things are running away from you because you can't manage the workload because you haven't got the right foundation in place. Um, And what we do at Day One HR is we help businesses select and implement the HR tech platforms. We manage transformation projects to kind of get people ready for the next stage. Um, And we are often on calls with companies who are um, preparing for that next stage of growth. Um, And in order to successfully do that, you need to make sure you've got the the right foundation in place to just hire people, um, retain them and look after them, um, but also make sure they're being developed as well. Um, Mm -hmm. Because it's very costly, as everyone knows, um, to hire people. Um, So, yeah, so if you need help with the selection of implementation or you just want to talk about a transformation project that you would would like some guidance on um then do reach out to us and we'll put our information um in the description as well but as i said at the beginning there's a lot you can say about hr business strategy you can talk about hr business strategy on its own um you can talk about its linkage linkage with with the the overall business strategy culture hiring hr technology there is just so much but i think from our learnings these are kind of like the key pieces that we've seen where it gets a bit tricky um and really calling out you know areas where you can kind of save yourself from the firefighting um that may come down the line but yeah have you got any final bits yagina um I think we've covered up a lot of things. There's still a lot to talk about, but that's just yeah. going to elongate the conversation. It's just like having HR be a part of creating and implementing that business strategy is going to be helpful for the business and for the employees because uh, HR bridges the gap between the business and the employees and you know making sure that the proper communication is done the employee morale is maintained uh, as a, at the same time making sure that the business strategy is successfully implemented uh, mm-hmm. hr should be involved um do give it a try if you haven't yet and always involve hr at the tail of the project mm-hmm. uh give it uh challenge yourself and give it a try and see how fruitful it becomes and you just don't have to trust in our words and you would be able to see it by yourself the the change that is going to bring absolutely couldn't agree more <laughs> cool okay. i think with that we come towards the end of our podcast yes yes we have and we've got a really good topic next time so please Make sure you've got your alerts on so that you get alerted when our when our podcast goes live um, in a couple of weeks. But we have got a really, really good topic um, to finish out the year. Um, obviously, you can find me and Yogina on LinkedIn. Just look us up. We'll put our we'll put our link um, in the description as well. Um, if you've got anything you want us to talk about in a podcast um, next year, do let us know. Um, And that's it from us. We'll catch up soon. And and thanks for listening. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye.